0: I am afraid that I have much news, and most of it is terrible.
1: Welcome to The Mind Killer, the rationalist brain on politics, where we keep the rationalist community informed about what's going on outside of the rationalist community. As always, I'm Wesley Fenza. I'm Yenny And I'm David. This is episode number 92, recording on September 25th, 2023. So anything that happened after that date, don't give us any crap about it. It'll be in the next episode. Chill, people. But for now, we're going to cover uh, a few uh, follow-ups from previous episodes. Uh, David, what's this about the uh, UA defense minister getting fired?
2: Yeah, so uh, previously we talked about uh, the Ukrainian defense minister getting fired mid-war for... for I believe the quote was something along the lines of a jacket-related <laughs> corruption scandal. <laughs> <laughs> uh which I think all we, sorry i think all we found figured out was it, was it was jacket related it was just jackets uh yeah so i asked gray about this and um he said it was probably either the thing i said on the show where it was a mistranslation of bulletproof vests or possibly uh it was related to uh uniform jackets which were being uh, Build as flame retardant when they in fact weren't. And given the amount of explosives going off in fairly dryish, wooded areas of Ukraine right now, uh, flame retardant uniforms are pretty important.
1: Yeah, it seems like a thing you'd want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And a follow up on uh, the FAA's attitude. Toward Starship. When last we left them, uh, Starship was ready to launch, and the FAA was like, "We're still looking into it."
2: Yeah, so not really any super specific news here, but the FAA did release a statement that they were, quote, optimistic about issuing a license sometime next month, um, which I believe is October. That counts as a promise, right? It sounds pretty good. I'd (laughs) do better than nothing, but it's less than its own news story
1: all right well on to the new news the government is shutting down yay (laughs) (laughs) doesn't this happen
0: every six months or so no no
1: it happens every two years Hmm. feels like six months uh, it actually hasn't it hasn't actually happened since 2018 but it's probably actually happening this time the government uh current funding bill runs out this weekend and uh, the Republicans do not show any uh, any proclivity to actually get a, a either a budget or a continuing resolution passed. Uh, they're definitely not going to do a budget because we just don't do budgets anymore. Hmm. All we do are continuing resolutions. And then at some point in the year, we pass something called a budget, but it's not actually, which is why we need all these continuing resolutions. The funny part of this is they already had a deal about this. Back when they had the debt ceiling fight, they were like, all right, we made a deal about the debt ceiling. We agreed to spending levels for the budget in October. So we're just going to do that. And now, right.
0: That was the thing that was six months ago yeah. where they were like, you can spend anything you want.
1: Yeah, that was the debt ceiling. That's not, The debt ceiling is like an imaginary thing that we shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. The budget is actually funding the government. But if they can already spend anything they want... Uh, you know what i don't I don't even care they can borrow <laughs> as much money as they Congress. want yes, <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> you have something in common with the freedom caucus terrible uh, who are basically just throwing a tantrum saying uh saying they they said they want um, a, a certain spending level on non defense discretionary funding, which is um not the most relevant thing really when it comes to our national debt. Uh so the freedom caucus is like, "Well, we care about the national debt. So we're not going to let you, you know, Democrats just spend all this money and drive everyone into poverty or whatever." Hmm. Um <laughs> except they're like, "Uh but no cuts to the three things that actually cost us money, which is Social Security, Medicare, and military spending." That's like like I think those three together are something like between 70 and 80% of the federal budget. It might even be more than that.
0: Who is the the Freedom Caucus and why do they call themselves that?
1: Uh, They are the far right uh, House members. They call themselves that because America. Right.
2: Yes, that de- that description you gave serves as an adequate answer for both parts of that question. <laughs>
1: yes,
2: they're America. Uh, they are, and and so the
1: the issue here. I mean, this is really another stupid thing that is only caused by our arcane parliamentary rules. Because there are plenty of senators that will pass. At the very least, a continuing resolution to keep the government open. But mm. Mike McCarthy is the majority leader, and so he decides what bills come to the floor. And he's not going to bring a bill to the floor that the Freedom Caucus doesn't like, because if they he does, they'll vote him out. Because he only got the speakership. Remember, it took him like 13 votes to become speaker, and he could be removed with like oh. any one uh representative can introduce a motion to remove him now that you mention that i do remember that yeah so he's like desperately trying to cling to his job and so he won't bring a bill to the floor to fund the government that the freedom caucus doesn't like because they'll get him kicked out wouldn't they have to go through a whole process to get him kicked out i mean they'd have to bring a motion to the floor but that was part of the deal of electing him speaker was not uh. they get to do that whenever they want mm. bad move on his part i mean I guess the only it way he got to be speaker, yeah. Personally, I would have loved if Congress just didn't have a speaker. Uh, that would have been hilarious, and they would just all they would do is take votes on the speakership for six months. <laughs> It'd be great, but then, but then, of course, we'd uh, we'd have defaulted on the debt limit. So you gotta have a you gotta have a speaker at some point, or you know maybe throw out the, the rules that say you need a speaker and just let anyone bring a vote to the floor, or have some some procedure where if three hundred representatives support something they can actually bring it to the floor and don't need one guy to be like okay let's vote on that
0: (laughs) Uh, i hear a lot of bitterness towards our current system and its inadequacies
1: here's so here's what i propose like like this should be so unobjectionable it should be the easiest thing ever anything that the senate votes for the house has to vote on yes or no Anything the House votes for, the Senate has to vote on. Yes or no? That alone would solve a lot of the gridlock problems. It wouldn't be like... I I think it should be even easier than that to bring a vote to the floor. But at minimum, the Senate and the House should have to vote on things that the other House has already
2: approved. Uh, A better idea, which may or may not be more functional, but would certainly be more amusing... Uh, the speakership turns over every, oh, let's say two months or so and is allocated by random lot. By, by would which be I mean literally they pass around an urn of colored stones <laughs> like they did in Athens.
1: I would be, I would 100% be behind that. That is absolutely better than our current system. Super based. <laughs> but I think
0: with your pro- uh, proposition, everything would just default to no in the other house because they weren't consulted on it first unless somebody first goes and gets a majority... In both houses to agree to this, and then passes it one, and then gets a pass in the other. Which seems like it would just make things
1: even harder to pass. Is that how you think our government works? Do you think our representatives read the bills before they vote for them? Well, okay,
0: these staffers yes, would is. have to That's agree. What
2: Schoolhouse Rock said <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have
1: time. Half the bills, they don't have time for their staff to read them. They're not like they're not just voting against stuff because they weren't consulted on it. They vote for or against something. Uh, basically, based on whether they think it'll win or lose them votes in their home district. Oh, that's that's extra depressing. And increasingly, it's not even votes in the general election. It's votes in the primary, where only the craziest people come out and vote. Right, because the general's already decided. Yeah, in like 90% of the seats. I Did you read the latest
0: thing in... Um... One of the finalist book reviews in Slate's Sarcotics recently where they were talking about uh, having a secret government where literally you could not see who voted for what. You would just see the final votes at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I read yeah. that one. I'm starting to think that may be a really good idea.
1: Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things like that you could change that would be better than the current system. I don't know that that is an ideal system. Uh, but if you just if you just could just change like one thing and and that was on the table. Uh, sure. I'd go for it. That sounds better. It creates its own perverse incentives, but it's better than what we got. It's sad how many small tiny things are better than what we have. <laughs> I mean, what we have is hot garbage.
0: Yes, that that is very it's sad. So bad. I'm not happy.
1: Like they're so you could do almost anything and and it would be better. It's like anything that anyone anywhere in the world does <laughs> that's different from how we run our system is probably better. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, that's the government shutdown story. Uh, David, I yes. hear there's a new war happening. Yeah. A uh, new us about war that.
0: just dropped. You sounded uh, way too enthusiastic for war just there.
1: War. <laughs> what what is, is it good is for? It good Entertainment. For? <laughs> content is what it's good for. So give us that sweet sweet content, David.
2: Yeah, so uh war broke out between Armenia and Azerbaijan. What are those? Uh those are two <laughs> very small countries in uh the like southwesternmost part of uh of the former Soviet Union. Um I Is that fact, not, Azerbaijan not quite the Middle East yet? Uh yeah, it, it it's like the the Fuzzy gray area where Slavs slowly fade into, um, Arabs? Uh, Persians, I guess. Persians. No, oh, okay. Arabs are farther to the south. Um, uh, if anyone is more familiar with the ethnic makeups of these regions, don't fucking at me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, like, please, let's not do a follow up on this. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so they're
1: fighting each other.
2: Yeah, they have been fighting each other on and off for like the last, oh, 4,000 years or so ish. <laughs> mm. Hey, is uh,
1: Azerbaijan the ones that did the genocide? Because all I know about Armenia is there was a genocide there.
2: No, those were the Turks. Uh, oh, wow. who, like, if I remember right, which I probably don't, again, don't at me, um, the, um, the justification for the genocide was that it was in defense of the Azerbaijanis, but I don't remember specifically.
1: I'm gonna go out on a but, limb and claim that Turkey says there was no genocide.
2: Yes, they they they, <laughs> they basically say like that that uh, old joke in law and philosophy classes. Uh, I didn't do it. Also, he had it coming.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like Germany's the only country that did a genocide that now is like, yeah, we did a genocide.
0: <laughs> they are the most trustworthy of the genocidal peoples.
1: <laughs> Auspicious group, there. <laughs> All right, so what are these two fighting about?
2: Uh, good question. Um, Ancient history? Territory and also probably some other dumb stuff. But basically, uh, the last time they fought... Armenia, with the backing of the Soviets, or possibly the Russians at that point, I don't remember, um, kind of kicked the crap out of Azerbaijan, and since then, Armenia has had Russia as their security guarantor, so Azerbaijan hasn't really had a chance to get their <laughs> own back. Uh, oh, but- wh- wait a minute is Russia kind of busy right now? The show, Yes, you know that Russia is a little busy right now, militarily speaking. Womp, womp. And Azerbaijan has decided that now would be a great time to get some of their own back, since Armenia's big, powerful security guarantor, at least for regional purposes, is probably not going to be doing very good guarantoring.
1: Hey, I mean, you can't argue with that logic. Yeah, Well,
2: bad times. How how close are we? This isn't a
1: war. This says it's a localized anti terrorist
2: measure. (laughs) Yes, and the (laughs) war in Ukraine is a three day special military operation.
1: Exactly. You can't just go around calling everything a war just because it's two armies shooting at each
2: other. We're on what? Day 580, I think, of the three day special military operation?
1: Exactly. Is
2: is armor rolling out in Azerbaijan here? Uh, I think so but i'm not sure
1: okay all right well that sucks but we're gonna move on to american news Ooh. and in america our corrupt president is about to be impeached kevin mccarthy has announced that an impeachment inquiry is being conducted into joe biden and the corrupt biden crime family mm. because hunter biden is a shithead and is this? somehow this means that Joe Biden is corrupt.
0: Is this real news or fake news?
1: This is real news. They're really doing this.
0: Okay. Uh, and no, also it's an
1: impeachment inquiry. It's not. They These didn't call for a vote on impeachment, probably because he doesn't have the votes for impeachment yet. Oh, okay. But so it's, it's not, not a real impeachment. There. It's an impeachment inquiry.
2: There is like moderately more substance here than I originally thought. Like, there's not a lot of substance, to be perfectly clear, Mm -hmm. but this isn't a total nothing burger.
1: Well, Uh, here's the problem. All the substance is just shit Hunter Biden said.
2: I mean, it's stuff that shit shit Hunter Biden said that, like... uh, uh, So, one example specifically that I'm thinking of is... um, Uh, We know that Hunter Biden called from a phone in the White House and he was talking to, I think, the Chinese and was like talking in very unambiguous terms about how, like, they were waiting for the wire transfers to clear, and my dad isn't here in the room with me, on the line, blah, blah, blah. And now, thanks to this impeachment inquiry, we have the public records of where Joe Biden was and what he was doing on that day, and he was, in fact, in that room with Hunter Biden, where the call was coming from.
1: Oh, So, shit. like,
2: that's not a lot but that's also not nothing and like generally i'm quite pro impeachment i think (laughs) president should be impeached for a lot more stuff a lot more often and this usually doesn't this isn't something i'd expect to make the cut for the current standard but the current standard is bullshit and it definitely would make the cut if i had the standard i want
1: uh I'm going to go ahead and say this is complete bullshit. Uh Hunter Biden is corrupt as fuck. <laughs> don't get me wrong there. But uh they they got nothing on Joe. And and him being like in a room where Hunter was calling some Chinese people. I I don't know, man. Uh show me the bank accounts where he's getting his 10% kickback cuz that's what <laughs> that's what they got Hunter Hunter on another call saying. Yeah. Being like, "Oh yeah, 10% goes to the big guy." <laughs> Like, great. Show me those records. I'm sure. I'm sure Joe Biden was really getting his hands dirty in Hunter Biden's, like, stupid business dealings.
2: By the way, you saying they got nothing on Joe they was got nothing. probably the most New Jersey thing I've ever heard you say.
1: <laughs> hey, they got nothing on him, all right? But you know who they do have something on? Who's that? Democratic Senator Bob Menendez. Speaking of New Jersey and corruption. Oh, you know, I put this in here
0: hoping that you knew something since you lived in New Jersey because I I don't know anything about this article. You got to pick it up.
1: So here's the deal with Bob Menendez. Hmm. Uh, He is a criminal who takes bribes. (laughs) That's bad. Everybody has known this since 2016. I see. The problem is we didn't know it until after the primary election. (laughs) So he was nominated, (laughs) but we found out before the the general election. And... Nobody was able to organize a uh, a like a write-in campaign or anything, so he got elected to the Senate. Uh, but everybody knew he was corrupt and taking bribes. Uh, I don't know what this new thing is. It sounds like the old thing. Um, so we live in a world where indicted. we had to
0: uh, we had to vote for the corrupt lizard, or else the wrong lizard might get into office.
1: Exactly. Okay. We're like, well, we still, and I'm glad we did. I mean, we. Uh, if you know, having one less democratic senator would have been a big deal. Mm. Um, you know. Yeah. They're all corrupt. So
2: my But th- this guy's my, just a little
1: more corrupt than usual.
2: Yeah, he's also more corrupt in a much classier way. So, like, he took several of these bribes in gold bullion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <What? laughs> oh, that is classy. Sorry, my bribes. And also one of the bribes he took was Related to the import and export of halal meat from, or the export of halal meat to the, to, from the United States to Egypt. Yeah, apparently a lot of this is like on behalf of Egypt. And so, yeah, more, uh, I would like more, um, New Jersey Senators stuffing their pockets with literal gold bars because of meat scandals (laughs) and less of the, like, debt ceiling bullshit in my government, please.
1: I can't argue with that. Uh, Ineash, did you read this article? No. Because it's fantastic. I did not. Okay, so uh, apparently these bribes weren't all super classy because they found envelopes of cash. With I mean, his that's name also on it, pretty and, like, <laughs> in the pockets of his coats.
0: That is <laughs> he just amazing. Never took
1: him out of his pocket. Um, he's got a safe deposit box with like five hundred grand in it, and he explains this by saying, um, "It's an old-fashioned habit derived from his family's experience in Cuba, where the the government would just confiscate your bank accounts. See, you know, you keep a lot of money in cash." You see, it's his humble Cuban roots, which is why he's got 500 grand in a safe. It's not corruption. <laughs> Lots of people have that kind of cash around. I, okay. <laughs> did, did they just vote? Did they
0: vote him in knowing that they were immediately going to bring him up on, on charges so they could get well, him apparently
1: out? Apparently they didn't immediately bring him up since that was 2016. Oh my God. Okay. I think, no, that would have been 2018. It's still too long because he's up for re-election in this next election. So yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Okay, and there, I I was pretty sure they had already indicted him before the election. Uh, but there was definitely some kind of announcement about like, hey, we just figured out this guy's taking bribes, and everyone was like, well, fuck, we can't root for, we can't vote for the Republicans, so. <laughs> And I know I'm sure I supported that. I was like, "Yeah, you can't vote for the Republican." What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just how it be. That's uh, it's a two party system for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, other other corrupt officials <laughs> include Ken Paxton, the comically corrupt Attorney General of Texas, who apparently likes to use his position as Attorney General to help out his real estate buddies. And uh, probably does a bunch of other stuff. The details don't matter. Uh, what matters is everybody knows. This is another one where everybody knows he's super corrupt. And he's so corrupt that the House Republicans turned against him. Um, and I, we covered this on the show. Uh, this was several months ago. 70% of the House Republicans in Texas voted to impeach him. 70% of Republicans in <laughs> Texas. So, like, you got to be really corrupt. To get your the Republicans to turn against you for corruption, but apparently that wasn't enough because he was just acquitted, and only what? two only two of the nineteen Republican state senators voted to convict him. Uh, so 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 the House so voted to impeach him,
2: but the Senate was like, "Nah." <laughs> hang on. With Texas being a solid red state, wouldn't this guy just get replaced by another Republican?
1: Yes! That's why the House Republicans were fine doing this. They were like, we don't want this, asshole. get us a real attorney general. Ah, oh, Jesus the, the, Christ. The The governor would just appoint a new one, and the the legislature would confirm him. No big deal. Yeah, I have no idea why the Senate was, like, willing to stick their necks out for this asshole, who everybody knows is taking bribes. The dude, like, he wasn't even trying to hide it. The dude, like, remodeled his house. (laughs) (laughs) We're free. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on in Texas, but apparently, like, the the super far right-wingers started howling about this. We're like, ah, we'll get you if you convict him. This is, you know, this is a fake investigation from cro- crooked Joe Biden or whatever. I am
0: really looking forward to the happy news after hearing all this corruption and bad.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the good news here is he's probably still going to jail. Okay, that's good. He's he's getting, he's getting already under indictment for securities fraud and, and probably getting federally indicted over this other shit he was up to. Fantastic. So he's going to go to jail. He's just going to, you know, be the attorney general of Texas while he does it. Hell yeah. Um, all right, well, so here's something that probably could have gone in happy news. Uh, the writer's strike is over. Huzzah!
2: I don't care. <laughs> you don't care? Nope. What about television? I don't watch things.
1: You don't watch things?
2: No. Oh, I man. do watch things,
0: but honestly, you could pause the writers for a good 10 years, and I still wouldn't have caught up with everything that I want to watch. Man, I'm you just, guys. I'm behind, and I don't watch things fast
1: enough. We live in a golden age of content. I, I know that's the problem. There's too much of it. No, just no, you just got to raise your standards. Just watch the best. I, I mean, I'm trying. All that stuff, There's you still didn't good get to, stuff. Just forget it. No, I, I, I didn't get to the best stuff. What
0: is the best oh, thing? Oh, well, watch that the best stuff. What is the best thing that you're watching right now? Rick and Morty. There's a new season of Rick and Morty? No, <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> if you the old one. And, I've seen there all there the current Rick and Morty's. <laughs> all right, wh- what's Well, the... so you
1: are watching the best stuff. I. Th- I
0: th- Okay, you got me there.
1: <laughs> um, are you watching Big Mouth? Uh, I stopped liking it after season oh, two. Oh, man, that's so good. Did see season two of the Shame Wizard?
0: I remember the Shame Wizard. Yeah, there's a, right. th- wait, there's a Shame Wizard show spinoff? No, no, I'm just saying oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was
1: featured in, in season two. Yes, yes, I remember Shame that. Wizard's my favorite part. Oh,
0: do you like Shame a lot?
1: No, I hate <laughs> Shame, which is why I'm glad to have an anthropomorphized uh, avatar of it. That I can uh, direct my hatred at. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a list of stuff to watch. Okay. And you'll be like, I watched all that. And then I'll be like, that's why we need new stuff. I guarantee you I will not have watched all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, nobody knows what the details of the deal are. They haven't announced it yet. It's, it's not actually over yet. They just they came to a tentative agreement, but everyone's pretty sure that, uh, that it's going to get handled. So uh, hopefully... There's not too much in there that's like, no AI for anything ever.
0: Mm, there's probably uh, something we'll in there like that because.
1: Yeah, this is why I didn't put it in Happy News because I'm like, I don't know what the details of this deal are. Uh, this could be screwing us as consumers.
0: Yeah, they're really big on not allowing AI to take their jobs because, I mean, I understand why, but also, dude, guys, get with the times. You're so. I mean, fucked. I say
1: that, but I'm quite sure the lawyers are not going to let the AI do our jobs either. Yeah, you guys should get with the times as well. Because We're going to write all kinds of rules that are like, no, that's unauthorized practice of law. Forget it. No AIs. You got I, it. Only lawyers are allowed to use law AIs. I mean, yes, but seriously, fuck you guys, because <laughs> I want to get rid of
0: all the expensive lawyers with AIs.
1: <laughs> well, you never will, so suck it. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks, Bar Association.
0: Mm, damn you, Bar Association.
1: All right. Well, speaking of AI. Yeah uh what's this ai story you have for us
0: <sighs> there's a bunch of old people that don't know how ai works and these Such old people yourself so damn you to hell <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't act like you know how ai
0: works i i know more than these guys that are trying to sue open ai
2: i mean right. In- wes inyash has been unusually ai friendly this episode we need to reinforce this behavior all right, all right. I am extremely AI-friendly
0: on every single aspect of AI, except for the murdering all humans part. I- um, I'm against that part.
1: And that, But then you're like, and that's why I'm hostile toward every other thing. I, I have
0: moderated myself to be like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not hostile to anything else. I will I will gladly give up all those points, because honestly, I'm pro them too, as long as we can come to some sort of compromise about... Any compute clusters over $100 million worth get, get national scrutiny of the same kind that we would give to uranium um, refining facilities.
1: All right, well, at least you're not like every advance is killing us.
0: Yeah, no, I've, I've decided. Fuck it. All right,
2: good.
1: Yeah. All right, good. I'm glad we uh, have, have been a good. Glad in, we sorted on that you. out.
2: AI is off now. All right, so who the mind right, So
1: So tell us about these assholes who are not any of us. Yes uh so these are a bunch of
0: asshole au- well i don't want to say necessarily asshole authors some of them could be very nice people but <laughs> authors who are extremely misled uh, and behind the times and don't know things uh they are being represented by the authors guild and they are suing OpenAI. OpenAI, for those who have forgotten since two weeks ago is the company that is uh, that is at the head of chat gpt and uh basically the public face of the ai that most people use in their day-to-day life uh so They are suing OpenAI because, among other reasons, they they say that there is blatant copyright infringement on their works by OpenAI, which is stupid because these AIs work just by taking in all the text that all humans have written and learning from it. So you would kind of have to make the argument that any human who has read... One of these people is George R. R. Martin, so I'm just going to drop his name in here. Any human who has read George R. R. Martin's books and then tries to write a different book is infringing on George R. R. Martin's copyright in the same way, via having learned part of narrative and story structure and things from reading his works. However, I don't even think that's what they're claiming, because in the linked article, they say that George R. R. Martin is very upset that someone prompted OpenAI to write a prequel fanfic, uh, not OpenAI, ChatGTP, to write a prequel fanfic, and it did so, calling it a dawning of direwolves. And I'm like, so now you're just upset about people writing fanfic? Although I guess yes. he's not he's...
2: he he infamously has been for as long as he's been a notable author.
0: No, you I think don't think Germ hates fanfic? No, he does not hate fanfic. There there are many David says he does. David, I want to source on that.
2: Okay. Uh
1: she... Oh God, not right now.
0: <laughs> but he, yeah, he, he was like, this AI has written a fanfic of my work and therefore it is blatant copyright infringement. And uh, that looks to be the pretext that they're using to, to sell this lawsuit. I don't, I don't, I haven't read deeply into it, so I don't know if there's more to it. I haven't read the brief or anything, but I mean, if that's it, it's stupid. If it's the other one, it's stupid. It's all around just fucking stupid. And I hope they get their asses handed to them.
1: I found a Reddit post from 2012 that says, Today I learned George R.R. R. Martin hates fan fiction, also believes that it is a bad exercise for aspiring writers.
0: Wow. All right. Fuck that guy.
1: Uh, so, Gurm hates fan fiction by people or computers. Um, but here's the thing uh, I think these people do know how AI works. Um,
0: oh, and they're just using those as shitty pretexts?
1: Fan fiction is um, it's very, it is copyright infringement.
0: I mean, technically, but you're I mean, supposed to look the other way. Actually,
1: yes. But, like, <laughs> when they say this AI is is engaging in copyright infringement by writing fan fiction, that's 100% accurate. All right. Uh, they just don't care when it's humans doing it and yeah. shouldn't care when it's AIs doing it. But apparently they do. So this is a problem with uh, copyright law, not a problem with people not knowing how ai works
0: it's true u.s copyright law is notoriously shit
1: yes remember that thing about people anywhere in the world doing anything different from the way we do it uh probably being better that applies to copyright also (laughs) and most of our intellectual property law
0: Um, (laughs) yeah very true
2: i have heard that our uh trademarking system is actually pretty good
1: yeah, I don't have a lot of complaints about trademark, mostly because I don't know how it works. I'm sure if I looked into <laughs> yeah. it, i have tons of complaints. But at least it doesn't come up all the time, like uh, like copyright does. There is that. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and actually, I've read a few trademark cases, and yeah, I think it actually is pretty reasonable. So, uh, Like, you know, you can have something similar, but if it's going to make people confused and think it's your product, then, then you can't do it. Oh, yeah, it's just pretty reasonable for the most part. Alright. All right. So we'll just say copyright. Uh and then patent sucks less than copyright, but still kinda sucks. And then uh trademark is the best one. Cool. Alright, glad we sorted that out. Hell yeah, David, me too. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this headline that you put on our outline. It says The Marines uh kinda lost an F thirty five. What is this story?
2: Yeah, so a Marine Corps uh fighter pilot was Flying an F-35, uh... Sounds
1: like a total Chad.
2: Yeah, uh, a <laughs> few, uh, miles, I want to say northwest of Charleston, um, and, uh, the F-35 had some sort of mechanical issue, and he ejected, and the mechanical issue was apparently not enough for the plane to stop flying, because the plane kept flying. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So he ejected
1: from the plane. Yeah, plane the, keeps
2: going. And yeah, they don't the, know where the, the, it is. So the plane was set to a setting where if the pilot punches out, uh, it will continue on autopilot. And as you do, so yeah. Uh, eventually, um, it it was still lost when I added this to the outline. They have narrowed it down to having crashed in one of two lakes in, uh, basically central South Carolina, but ah, I central don't South think they've actually found the wreckage yet.
1: <laughs> and right. in fairness, well,
2: these are pretty big lakes.
1: Here's hoping.
0: Maybe someone uh, out there has got a free F-35
1: fighter jet now. Maybe it's that kid from the Pepsi points, Ed. <laughs> he finally got his
2: fighter jet. Yeah, um... I'm going to imagine
1: that that's what happened.
2: Yeah, and uh, in response to this, the entire U.S. military had an aviation stand down. They basically told everyone who flies in a U.S. military uniform that they need to stop flying for a little bit. Hmm. If this was a problem with Mm. the F-35, they would have just grounded the F-35s. If it was a problem with the F thirty five B, the specific variant that this uh, marine was flying, they would have just stood down the F thirty five B. To do this service wide means that someone was being a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't expect we'll ever learn exactly what kind of dumb fuckery was going on, but there was definitely some kind of dumb fuckery going on.
1: But we do know the dad said, "You're grounded." Yep. (laughs) Probably some kind of dumb fuckery. All right, Eniash. Yes, sir. What is going on with
0: Amazon? Amazon is investing $4 billion. Well, it says up to $4 billion. I don't understand what this up to is all about. But Amazon is investing up to $4 billion in Anthropic. For those who are not following the AI news, Anthropic is one of the major competitors to OpenAI. And their supposed thing is that they're saying we are being very careful to uh, work on a non-humanity wiping out AI, which for those of you in the know, is also what OpenAI used to have said in the past. And uh, there's also a lot of people who are looking at Anthropic and saying, I don't think Anthropic is doing that anymore either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure Amazon will help. Yeah, so Amazon wants to have um, exclusive access to some of Anthropic's things in return for this. And Anthropic is going to get access to a lot of Amazon's server farms. And it's, you know, a mutually beneficial thing. I guess good news about AI advancement in general, but also... Bad news, maybe about AI inv- advancement. If you're not into that kind of thing, and you're thinking maybe ah. they could all just team up together to work on AI alignment and stop racing with themselves recklessly. Good thing
1: you are into that kind of thing now. <laughs> I just. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hooray! Happiness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <just>, All right. <laughs> just Amazon, somebody. Uh... Amazon getting their own pet chat GPT.
0: Just somebody put a watchdog organization on any large clusters of compute, please. Treat it like uranium. You can have some uranium. You can't have too much uranium in one place.
2: Inyash, you can have all the watchdog organizations you want and two on Sunday as a special treat. Just (laughs) as long as they're not the fucking government.
0: They obviously they would have to be the government. Who I can else? think no. of no
2: better way to guarantee we get the worst possible outcome than putting the government on this beat. All right, well,
1: here's what we do: mm-hmm. we get the AI. You know, before it gets human level, you know, uh, Robin Hanson thinks we're going to have like uh, simulated people, right?
2: Yeah,
1: he uh, does So think we just do we just put a simulated Yudkowsky in all of them. <laughs> have you played the Yudkowsky Simulator? <laughs> God, no. There's a, <laughs> oh, that the one where you try to get it to sell you uh, GPU clusters? Exactly, yeah. I've, I have not played that. But apparently lots of people are able to do it. Well, it'll drop the confetti
0: if you get him to say the words, congratulations, I will sell you a GPU cluster, even if he's mm. saying it sarcastically and it is immediately followed by "Was what I would say if I was a total dumbass. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Actually winning but he is it is a total dumbass. Gotcha. Sounds like uh not very good alignment on that AI. Huh. Actually winning it is
0: a little bit harder than just getting it to drop the
2: confetti. All right, well let's get better simulated Yuskowskis. I agree. And all then we'll put
1: them in all the GPU clusters. Problem yeah. solved.
2: Also, whoever made that ni- that game definitely needs to program in sarcastic confetti. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I mean, if you put a simulated Yudkowski of high enough fidelity simulation in charge of this, then I would be okay with that, yes.
1: All right, jerks. The Eagles are playing right now, so we got to get through this stuff. Mm. Next, next, next story is about, uh, is our, is our uh, bi, uh, bi-weekly? Are we, or no, semi-weekly. Semi-weekly Fortnite Ukraine
2: update. Nightly.
0: No, i weekly Quadrilateral weekly
1: No, it's semi-weekly. Yeah, that would be s- every, what,
2: every eight weeks? No. I that don't would think be, it's a real term. That would be like um That would either uh, be four weeks or sixteen weeks. And uh for the nth episode, so at this point we'd be like more than the lifespan of the universe, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so that it's... would make it so much easier to do these episodes. <laughs> it really would.
1: <laughs> uh but no, this is your semi weekly Ukraine update. Mm. Um David, I think this is probably you.
0: Semi-weekly would be, like, every half a week, though.
1: No, that's bi-weekly.
0: No, bi-weekly is every two or every half, depending on, you know, if you're a jerk or not. But semi is definitely half. That's what semi means.
1: Oh, you're right. So it's bi-weekly. Yeah, because uh, yeah, people get paid bi-weekly. All right, this is your bi-weekly Ukraine news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're welcome, listeners.
1: Uh, uh, somebody want to give us our Ukraine news?
2: Who put this on the thing? Uh i don't think i did but i'll cover it Uh, did
1: you put this on the outline the Ukrainians?
2: no absolutely okay Uh, wait so is
1: this david did david put a thing on the outline and forget
2: i always label stuff when i put it on the outline but i don't care i'll cover it i can Um, you literally just
1: came on before the show and were like hold on i need to label some stuff that i didn't label has
0: Uh, gray been sneaking into your notes while you're away
2: no okay so the outlined gremlins have added this to our (laughs) outline and I am going to cover it because I want Wes to be able to watch his football anyway uh, so there has been slow but fairly steady progress in the land campaign Uh, the Ukrainians are pushing back uh, Russian lines in several places including uh, a apparently targeted campaign to cut off uh, supply routes to the more southerly front of the, uh, currently occupied territory. Uh, they have also launched, uh, several very successful missile and drone campaigns against Crimea and the Black Sea fleet. Um, These are mostly being enabled by uh, Storm Shadow, the long-range precision cruise missiles that the United States has given to Ukraine. Um, And uh, yeah, like I said, the Black Sea Fleet uh, has taken an absolute beating thanks to some uh, naval drones, so some little unmanned or uh, possibly remotely piloted, I'm not sure, uh, boats. That are just packed with explosives and then sent to slam into uh, Russian warships. They have lost a um, a uh, amphibious assault ship, a submarine, and a handful of destroyers, I believe. Uh, and most of the ironic, <laughs> yes, and uh, most of the. Remaining Black Sea Fleet has withdrawn to uh, Russian ports on the Black Sea. Uh, Suck it, Black Sea Fleet. And yeah, (laughs) these naval drones are, one, 3D printed by these big, like, industrial-scale 3D printers that we've sent Ukraine. And two, absolutely sick-looking. Nice. Also, I'm not sure whether this was just ad copy or, like, the actual... Uh, power plant for these drones, but they appear to be powered by off-the-shelf jet ski engines.
1: Whoa! Nice. Oh man, these things are sick looking. I just googled Ukraine naval drone. Uh, yeah, that's like uh, it's like a barracuda. Yep. Bummer. I mean, mm-hmm. for you know anyone staring down one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know what's not a bummer is that it's time for happy news. Good news! Yay! Yay. Good All right, and we have a zillion happy news stories. So,
2: let's get started. David. Yeah, so the James Webb Space Telescope has found evidence of a molecule that we have only found in nature being produced by phytoplankton on an exoplanet.
1: Life! Yes.
2: Life on other planets! So, as with a lot of space stuff, uh, there's still some ambiguity here, but yeah, this seems to be pretty definitive. Um... Evidence of extrasolar life.
1: Hey, now. Now, could it have gotten carried from Earth somehow?
2: I think it's pretty far away, so it wouldn't be super likely, but let me double check.
1: Yeah, Uh, we sometimes have, uh, you know, big asteroid impacts. Yeah. Shoot shoot stuff
2: out into space.
0: I mean, it's got to be. It is uh,
2: 120 light years from Earth, so not that far in space terms. Yeah, but
0: an asteroid to get from Earth to there and hit it seems unlikely.
1: I'm going to say life on other planets. Me too. All right. Well, speaking of what you say, what's this next story you have for us?
0: Next story. U.S. Copyright Office continues to hold that AI art is not copyrightable. Yes. Yeah. I like this a lot. Fewer Uh,
1: copyrights.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Specifically because, yeah, U.S. copyright law is a load of horseshit and it's terrible. Um, yes, I,
1: anything that's not involved in that is good. Yes.
0: There, uh, there's some arguments here about like, well, it's going to be harder to make a, um, like comic book using AI art. If you can't copyright it, I think yep, you could probably sure still copyright the comic book itself, uh, because they also have words in them and maybe and the layout and, and characters ideas. and ideas all of which are
1: copyrightable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even just the layout of the individual arts would probably be copyrightable. Indeed. So, yeah, I, I call this a, a solid win in our office. The Copyright Office have been saying for a long time they have a lot of uh, precedent of things created by animals, for example, cannot be copyrighted. Uh, there precedent. Were... Pre- what did I say? President. President. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Misspoke. Precedent. Uh, also, apparently supernatural beings cannot copyright things. Uh, that's good what? to hear.
1: That's bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the link says like the Holy Spirit, so uh, I guess ah. someone tried to say the Holy Spirit. Oh,
1: so you can't copyright that? Uh, you know, Virgin Mary on the toast. Oh, is that what that's for? I'm sure it's got to be right.
2: It, it's got to be either that or someone trying to copyright a holy text that they said was divinely inspired.
1: But no, because those were all written a billion years ago. So uh, they Book of Mormon. Anyway, I mean, it's still it's still younger than. It's still older than Mickey Mouse, right? Sure. (laughs) If it's older than Mickey Mouse, you can't copyright it. That's the rule.
0: Well, you could copyright it. It's just passed out of copyright by now.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no no copyright on AI art still. I mean, the uh, copyright office existed back then. They might have precedent from actual Joseph Smith trying to copyright the actual Book of Mormon.
1: Oh, that's true, because he definitely would have. Well, but at the very least, he wrote it down, right? Well, yeah, but he was just well, copying no, it, it from the divine plates. Yeah, he plates. just copied it ah. off of
2: the golden plates he found in his backyard.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: t- he he read it out of a hat, Enia. <laughs> you See that, South Park? <laughs>
0: I did. Uh, that is uh, that's unfortunate for him in the past, but not anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Aww, uh, sucks for you, Joseph Smith.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, since I know we have at least one Mormon listener, this is not an official statement from the Mind Killer Podcast. Uh, Wes, Jeremiah, is this an official don't statement? don't get angry at us. I think that is up to Wes to say decide.
1: What everything I say is an official statement of the Mind Killer Podcast. There we go. <laughs> Anytime, ever. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the government not doing things that suck, uh, Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have required autonomous trucks in california to have drivers in them thus defeating the whole purpose of autonomous trucks sweet jesus what somehow this got through law. the legislature and gavin wow. Newsom of all people was like actually this is insane yeah i'm vetoing this thank god yeah because dude that's Just, the whole point of autonomous trucks is they don't have people seriously and of course, oh my god and the union is so mad at him and all Mm -hmm. the truck drivers are like hey fuck you buddy and he's like what man (laughs) i'm not just gonna save your jobs if you if we have a robot that can do them sorry
0: if you can be replaced by a post and a nail you should be replaced by a post and a nail (laughs) (laughs) this is my opinion on the people who hold up signs all right then
1: all right Eniash, what's our next happy
0: news our next happy news is that cavities have been cured.
1: Yay!
0: Uh, they were cured in 1985 by this uh, bacteria.
1: But that why do p- I have all these cavities?
0: Well, the th- funny story, uh, It it's basically the same strain of, is it a bacteria or a virus? I don't remember exactly. Uh, bacteria. It is a bacteria. All right. It, uh, it's, bacteria
1: com- it, is what causes cavities.
0: It is bacteria. There we go. All right. So, yeah, the bacteria converts sugar to acid. That acid stays on your teeth and that cuts holes in your teeth, and that's bad. Uh, yeah creates a lot of pain a lot of money misery etc anyways they created a different strain of that bacteria which takes those sugars and instead of making acid makes ethanol hey. just
1: a tiny
2: bit Ooh. not enough to get you drunk <laughs> yeah. man this but is a roller coaster of in story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, the roller coaster is going to keep coming. The uh, the ethanol, it does not enough to get you drunk, but it does That's not bad. melt through your teeth, unlike acid. That's good. Yeah. And in fact, a single brushing with this stuff will replace, over time, all the bacteria in your teeth because these mutated bacteria actually outcompete the native bacteria we have. Uh, That's it, good. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, they do this once to rats, and they just don't get cavities anymore in 80% of the rats. Um uh, the bad news though is that the FDA had to approve this first. That's and bad. The, the FDA waited so fucking long that the patent expired, and then everybody who was working on it was like, well, we can't sell this now, so we're just gonna stop. Uh, so you can't get it. Uh, there's good news though. There is a company now who is going to be modifying this slightly and putting it back under patent and hopefully getting expedited FDA approval where they don't delay it for a number of decades and uh, we can actually brush some shit on our teeth that will get rid of all cavities forever.
1: Hey! Hey! Mm-hmm. Um, so, question. Yes. They modify it slightly and repatent it mm-hmm. and then sell it. Mm-hmm. Can't anyone just make whatever they were making under the old patent? I would and assume if you have the tech you need to do it, then some yes. sort of
2: fairly advanced bioengineering lab to do it. But if you have that, then yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. but uh, well, according to Eniage, the whole reason why they didn't develop it last time was that any copycat could come along and just sell their own. Well, but that seems like it's still the case.
0: They will be able to have a patent on it this time because, I don't know, maybe they got someone who's sleeping with the FDA guy or they're right. going to bribe the FDA or but, maybe just the FDA is less shit now.
1: But this is the way pharmaceutical patents work. And they do this all the time mm. is they patent something and then the patent runs out and they're like, they do like a minor tweak to it yeah. and get a new patent on the new thing. Yeah. Um, But like you can still sell the old thing. They Anyone did- can sell that. And anyone can make a generic version of it and sell it.
0: Well, if someone did that, that would be awesome, too. That's I would be also for that. The, uh, that's why get it's... all the
1: ads for the generic boner pills.
0: So. I mean, either way, it's happy news.
2: <laughs> so, originally, <laughs> right? back in 1985, uh, how much did Big Toothpaste pay the FDA to get them to stonewall this approval? Quite what, a bit, I tell assume.
0: You. It does not say here in this link.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- I mean this is the eternal problem with... Uh, our current pharmaceutical innovation system which is why it should really be lump sum prize based instead of patent based if you find a cure or if you find a treatment that will cure something forever then that's going to get out competed in the market by a uh, uh, forever treatment that stops working after a few weeks or a few days this is i don't very know if it was big toothpaste so.
1: it might have been big dentist they're the ones oh, yeah, who yeah.
2: profit from the cavities. Honestly, probably both.
0: I mean, I would still keep brushing my teeth even if I couldn't get cavities because I've never had a cavity, so I think I may just not be able to get them, but I want my breath not to be stinky when I'm going to kiss people. That's what I And
2: even just when I'm going doesn't, to be talking to people. Well, doesn't the uh, doesn't the bad breath also come from that the bacteria? Uh well, this-
1: good bacteria might smell too you don't know i mean yeah.
2: it might make you smell like you're drinking but i'm always i always <laughs> smell like that so that would be
1: awesome <laughs> nice
2: all right Eniash what's
1: our next happy news story oh do i have the next one too yeah you do it's about turmeric
0: ah okay great they got the lead out of turmeric in bangladesh why Apparently- the
1: fuck was there lead in turmeric because it's orange <laughs> ah yes <laughs> <laughs> and it's cheaper than real turmeric. Yes. So they were putting lead in the turmeric to make it more orange. Cool. Because they wanted their turmeric to
2: be really orange. I, I love the- how I love how God was like, "Hey, you know what would be really funny if I made a cul- or if I made a metal that is really." that is just like a massive amplifier for any sort of pigment and just makes any paint that it's in absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous and then made it drill holes in humans brains if they're exposed to too much of it don't forget that it also tastes sweet yes
1: that is a funny joke
0: it's <laughs> such a prank stuff so yeah they uh they stopped doing that and uh, that's great now there's much less be- le- poisoning in Bangladesh
1: yeah, and I've, I I read this story, and I was like, oh, they just, like, told them to stop, and then they stopped. <laughs> Somebody noticed that they were doing this, and was like, hey, cut it out. You and know, I think the government had to get involved, I, as it always does. So but yeah,
2: then they were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll quit it. So it, it looks like they did get involved, but it was purely in an informational capacity. Like, yeah, the, the, just like They printed out the flyers and put the Department of Public Health stamp of approval on it, but they didn't actually, like, do any enforcement other than arresting the people who were selling poison as food, which, as government functions go, I'm kind of okay <laughs> with.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, David's okay with something that the as government, government does? government
2: functions go. <laughs> I'm sure he'd prefer
1: it was a private enforcement agency yes. doing it. Don't get excited.
0: Oh, man, I really should copy that, that news article from South Africa for him. He'd really enjoy that one.
2: I what, don't know which one it about you're talking private about, enforcement but agencies. But it's about private it was about private enforcement agencies, yes, I would.
0: Yeah, they stopped a, a heist of a um, one of those cash delivery trucks, the armor trucks, you know?
2: Oh,
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Nice. Ch- yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: doesn't private security do them.
1: that all the time?
0: I, I guess. I don't know. Apparently not apparently it was big enough to make the news because like they killed four criminals in the process and found another one with bullet wounds and (laughs) the cash on him. So it was a whole thing.
1: I think most of those armored cars are owned by private security companies. Well, I'm glad that they got the guys.
2: Yeah. All right, David. Yes. We got good nuclear news. Yeah. So the Palisades nuclear plant in, I want to say Illinois, um, Michigan, sorry, Michigan, Uh, The Palisades nuclear plant in Michigan is almost certainly going to reopen. Uh, They closed it, whereby they, I mean the Michigan uh, Public uh, Utilities Corporation thing, uh, I believe because the Michigan state government told them to, and (laughs) the Michigan state government decided to mulligan that decision, if indeed I am remembering it right. And, uh, yeah, they are almost certainly going to reopen. The only thing they're waiting on is, uh, to see whether the Department of Energy is going to front them alone for the refurbishment. Because, you know, the plant hasn't been used for however long it was closed, and it probably needs a little spit and polish after that.
1: Come on, Department of Energy, just, I know you're handing out money all the time, at least hand it out for something good. Hell yeah. Also, note to listeners, the linked article about this uh, is paywalled, um, and I just want to warn you not to turn off JavaScript Mm. on the site, because that will get you around the paywall, and that will be unfair to Axios Pro.
0: Very, very unethical.
1: So make sure you leave JavaScript (laughs) on if you want to read this article, and pay Axios Pro to read it. All right, glad we covered that. Um. Next, happy news from Eniage. Happy news about ChatGPT. Yeah. Wow. You really have turned over a new leaf. I mean, I always
0: liked the AI, just don't want it to kill us. All right. What did it do this time? ChatGPT. This a um a mom of a four year old. He was jumping on trampoline, fell, landed on his tailbone weird. They're like, oh, he, he looks to be in pain. They took him to the doctor. They're like, X rays, nothing wrong. Uh, but he like kept getting worse and worse over time. And they took him to 17 different doctors over three years, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Why is he limping now? Why is he in constant pain uh, as time goes on? It's been getting worse. He's seven years old now. And she just typed in every single thing they know about him, all his symptoms, all the things they found from the doctor into ChatGPT. And ChatGPT was like, hmm, it sounds like he might have tethered cord syndrome. And so they went back to another doctor and said, can you check for tethered cord syndrome? And lo and behold, that is exactly what he has. And after a surgery, he is all better. I mean, he's still got to recover from the surgery, but he's seven years old. He'll, uh, he'll outheal that pretty quickly. It'll take so. him like two days. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
1: let's sh- hear it for doctors. Right.
0: <laughs> let's hear it for fucking letting people use AIs without putting any fucking harnesses on them and blinkers and other shit saying, like, <laughs> you should talk to a medical professional. I'm not a medical professional.
2: Yes. Yes. Let's do that, Inyash. Yes. Let's do that. Yes. Good. That David. is what I want.
1: Stop! Stop! Uh, we're doing positive reinforcement right, now. Right. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes. Good, Inyash.
2: The, I, good I,
1: attitude. I feel
0: I feel condescended to.
1: No, you're not. This we're, 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 this is all very respectful. Hmm.
2: Well, uh, I accept <laughs> your apology. I, I need you to. Uh, I need to like mail you a box of chocolate so I can. Ask you to eat one whenever you say good stuff about AI. <laughs> <laughs> <Get the fuck. sighs> uh, Carry the on, Harry
1: Harry James Varys. Uh, wait, wait, how's Varys.
2: it all go? Harry James Potter Evans Varys. Potter Evans
1: Varus, Yeah, that's the one. The Harry James Potter Evans Varys uh, uh, strategy. Hell yeah!
2: All right, uh, David.
1: Yes. Uh, You have a story about an, and I quote, assload of lithium. Yes, (laughs) that is the technical
2: term. Uh, (laughs) Where is this assload of lithium? It is on the Nevada, Oregon border. Uh, That's America. Yeah. The original deposit was discovered on the Nevada side, but it actually straddles the border. Because since I added this to the outline, we have learned that this is, in fact, the biggest proven single deposit of lithium we have have yet discovered anywhere in the world. And yeah, this is a good step one to getting Chinese slave labor out of the green tech market. Um, Hey. Obviously, we need to, you know, have the EPA and shit approve actual extraction, but it's green tech, so it's probably going to happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, not if the environmentalists have to say anything about it, but you know.
2: Uh, also, uh,
1: I don't know, I don't remember if we covered this, but remember that slime old time old thing where it was like, lithium is probably the thing making everyone fat?
0: Yeah, it turns out it's probably not lithium.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. uh, don't worry, this probably won't turn everyone in Nevada and Oregon obese. Probably. But, but yeah, if c- it
2: does, then we know it was lithium. Also, I believe lithium ore is not, like, it wasn't even suspected as the culprit there. Well, it was lithium mining, I think. Well, actually, no, it, it was, was lithium in the
1: water. It was oil mining that, like, released lithium. Yeah, right, yeah. All right, well, so maybe we won't know. Uh, but it looks almost
0: 100% certain that it wasn't lithium. Uh, but almost yeah, this 100%,
1: is, damn.
0: This is, I mean, this is fucking huge considering how much lithium is being used in everything right now.
1: Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. This and Batteries, baby. And we don't have to All go to the other countries need- for it so good endless amounts of lithium right america's the best it mining really is supposed is. to start in 2026 all right sounds that's that's remarkably quick for you uh, something that requires government action so what
2: what's this but holy are there like native americans complaining about it or something
0: I mean, not yet, but apparently it is partially or wholly on an Indian reservation, so it's going to be a sacred site almost, you know, as soon as you can blink.
2: Oh, wow. Well. Oh, yeah! Well, good thing. Give the, Too yeah, bad that give the those United Native States Americans government the money. has never confiscated Indian land because it advanced <laughs> their geopolitical interests. No,
1: man, they'll never get away with it now. They'll have to pay for it. It'll be great. <laughs>
2: I am in favor of paying when you take other people's stuff. Ideally, you pay them enough that they give it to you and you don't have to pay it, actually. Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't buy that either. If you're going to take someone else's stuff, you should pay them. Ideally, you pay them enough that you don't have to take their stuff because they'll just give it to you in exchange for the money.
1: Oh, like you actually made an exchange, Yeah. not that you took their Uh, stuff and were like, here's some dollars. Yes.
2: Okay, that makes more sense, Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that sounds pretty sweet. Uh, Eniash, what's going on with
0: NASA? NASA has brought back the first asteroid samples from uh, deep space. It parachuted down into... Deep space. Yeah, way out there. Uh, it parachuted down into Utah on Sunday in the desert. Uh, apparently, David shot at it, and hopefully, they have <laughs> retrieved it now.
2: <laughs> I-, I was not out shooting that particular day, but okay. uh, they they transported this sample from where they retrieved it in the desert to a um, to a military facility in the West Desert. And there are closer military facilities to the south of Salt Lake City. So if it was the South Desert, I imagine they would have taken it to one of those. And from that, I infer that this crash landing happened in the West Desert, which is in fact where I go shooting when I want to do fun stuff that uh, shooting range safety officers will disapprove of you doing.
1: Cool. Uh, I'm hearing dune
2: buggies are involved. Very likely, yes. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, awesome. I, I, one time I did, in fact, uh, take my shotgun, stand up through the sunroof of my car and uh, do a drive-by shooting on a bunch of gallon jugs filled with water. It was very fun.
1: <laughs> well, so this story reminds me of some happy news that I, that I got into a, uh, a discussion on Twitter about this week, oh. mm-hmm. which is that scientists have licked both moon rocks and Mars rocks. Yes. Licking rocks Which is a know. venerable scientific tradition. I, that's pretty awesome. People licked rocks from space. I
0: have a geologist friend who said, legit, one of the tests we do to rocks to see what they are is lick them and see how they
2: feel on our tongue.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and, amazing.
2: Yeah, one of my favorite uh, scientific stories is about this uh, chemist in the early 1900s who was infamous for synthesizing chemicals and then immediately sniffing them.
1: <laughs> and all
2: of his friends were like, dude, you need to stop doing this. You're going to poison yourself and die. <laughs> and yes. they found his dead body in a lab uh, next to uh, an un- uh, uncorked flask of poison gas. Oh, shit. Uh,
1: what a sad human interest story. <laughs> you know. So, Ina, give us a happy human interest
0: story. There was if, you know that thing that Peter Singer always talks about about jumping in a lake to save a drowning child without taking your shoes off. Uh, yeah, to ruin your
2: expensive shoes, world government yeah. these days.
0: Well, okay, We're but he used to talk about this <laughs> There, child. there was a child in China Who fell into a river And a dude jumped in right after her Didn't even remove his shoes and saved her And there's video of it Which is how I know he didn't remove his shoes Because it wasn't actually commented on in the article
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yep, there's a video I see him with his shoes on yep. Yeah, just boom Hopefully they weren't expensive shoes uh, Yeah, Or he could have sold them and saved more lives <laughs> Sucks that this was oh a uh,
2: Chinese river Because they're probably going to both die of horrible chemical poisoning oh no well
1: it's not like Chinese water is extremely
0: (laughs) polluted guys they probably had to sniff the air coming off the water as they were swimming in it though
2: ah well he probably kept his shoes on so he could walk onto the river surface (laughs) because it's so full of chemical gunk (laughs) right all right
1: Well, that brings us to troop deployments! I'm willing
2: to
0: put wave after wave of men at your disposal.
1: As we all know, politics is the mind killer and arguments are soldiers. So in that spirit, we ask each of our hosts to send a soldier out onto the battlefield each episode. And we'll start with David.
2: Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of people uh, bitching about the video games industry in the last few days. And don't get me wrong. I am a red-blooded American, and I enjoy bitching about the video games industry just as much as the next guy. But if you look at these uh, specific complaints, they're things like uh, low quality, especially on release, uh, massive proliferation of microtransactions, DLCs, loot boxes, etc., um poor working conditions in the industry is a less discussed one but potentially a more important one and guys we need to talk about this because if you go into a game store whether it be brick or brick and mortar or digital and look at the new AAA releases they will cost 65 dollars hmm. or sorry 60 dollars oh my god they cost $60. that's how much they cost when i was 14 exactly that's what I paid for new video games back in 2010. And if you just adjust that $60 in 2010 price for inflation, they would cost $85. And yet, whenever video game companies try to raise the price, except for Nintendo because they've somehow managed to uh, figure out economics, this curse, uh, consumers throw an absolute shit fit and so this is one industry where I agree there's a lot of pathologies and a lot of uh, executives who are super scuzzy and all that but mostly the pathologies of the video game industry just come down to consumers being dicks because they are basically getting new games that were very expensive to de- um, to develop at an unreasonable discount because of this nominal price stickiness. And whenever video game companies try to charge what their games are actually worth, consumers throw a fit. So, yeah, this is an industry that I am basically 100% okay blaming almost all of the pathologies of the industry, almost all the time, entirely on bad consumer behavior and i could talk more about how like this is an important lesson for blah 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 blah, blah but i <laughs> get depressed even talking about this as literally as briefly as i have right now so i'm just going to leave it at this charge 85 dollars for video games and then consumers don't complain about it on twitter just go buy them this will fix all of the problems you have.
1: Alright. Thank you, David, for that, and thank you for not uh, you know, teaching us a lesson. You're David, welcome. I was before, worried for a second there.
0: Before we go on, no. I brought I bought Chrono Trigger when it originally released, which I'm now looking up it was nineteen ninety-five for sixty dollars. How much is sixty dollars from ninety-five to now? Uh
2: one second. Uh that would be a hundred and twenty dollars and eighty-eight cents.
1: Alright. Charge
2: $128, you fucking losers.
1: Also, I mean, Chrono Trigger was great. Yeah.
0: It was one of the best games ever.
1: But the games that come out now are, are significantly better. Yes. And so, take a lot more resources to make.
0: I mean, adjusted for quality, maybe it should be 150 or more.
1: Right? Mm. Damn. Yeah. You could at least charge 85. All right. Eniash, what's your troop deployment?
0: Well, I went out to Burning Man recently, so as always, I have to have a Burning Man troop deployment. And you are still there, right? Still dying? (laughs) (laughs) They're airdropping food onto us.
2: I I figure at this point you have joined one of the uh, Mad Max-style post-apocalyptic BDSM cults.
0: I mean, I kind of started out in one... (laughs)
2: yeah fair true
0: true true story i am doing this podcast through a tin cup with a string that goes all the way back to civilization
1: (laughs) damn good uh good sound quality
0: i'm was kind of surprised but you know these burners they can really do a lot with not a
1: lot must be a fiber optic string
0: (laughs) Shh! don't tell them our secrets uh yeah so my thing about um my troop deployment is that sometimes being miserable in a controlled way can just make you stronger Uh, i say this because the burning man experience is legit a miserable one everyone tells you about all the great stuff there because there is a ton of great stuff that is not anything you will find in the real world but there's also just abject misery of a high caliber uh, which people tend to gloss over because you don't remember that afterwards so much um but yeah, I, I, my first year there, during my second night, I was literally weeping in my tent where nobody could see me, very silently and manlike, um, because of how miserable I was and how I realized I had to be here for six more fucking days, and there was nothing I could do about it. Uh, but you know, I don't think that's a bad thing, and in fact, I think it's a good thing. It, it. Kind of follows the old fictional trope of the pampered prince that is pulled out of his palace and just absolutely cannot function out in the real world, and everyone makes fun of him. That is us. We are all this pampered prince because of how insanely wealthy we are, and it really makes you appreciate, when those things are stripped away, how insanely wealthy we are. And perhaps more importantly, much like the Pampered Prince, you find that you have a level of strength inside you that you did not know existed. You get through that misery without being hurt in any significant way, and you realize you can get through that misery other times if you really need to, and it won't kill you, and you can, in fact, adapt to your environment and absorb some blows and be a more resilient person through the whole process. It just makes you more willing to take risks in the real world too when you know that the worst that could happen is some discomfort uh which is a good thing in my opinion uh people are way too cowardly nowadays uh it's it's a great it's a great thing to exercise that feeling of resilience in you maybe once a year maybe even less often than that but do it at least once uh it can make you a lot stronger and it legit feels good to find that strength within you so yeah even if you don't want to pay the money to go to Burning Man and or Burning Man is too hardcore mode for you just being intensely uncomfortable in ways that you cannot opt out of for a while but that are safe and won't kill
2: you good experience
1: here here uh, all right note to self don't go to burning man also <laughs> i
2: i read the blog post that inspired this true deployment and i was like that's a really good uh, articulation of talebian anti-fragility <laughs>
1: oh cool <laughs> if you it's a really good uh a description of Calvin's dad talking about building character. Uh, <laughs> Calvin's dad was right.
2: This is my hot take for the week. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Ugh. All right. Both of you shut up. Okay. My trip deployment is that national parks are amazing. Oh, yeah. it's a good one. Probably the worst casualty of the looming government shutdown will be the National Park Service. Now I'm usually no fan of the government doing things, but <laughs> national parks are an exception. During the 2013 shutdown, the NPS closed all the parks, which sucked for everyone. And they took so much shit for it that during the 2018 shutdown, the Trump administration just said fuck it and let everyone into the parks with like 5% of the usual staff, because that's all they could justify as essential. That meant there was nobody to maintain trails, empty the trash, prevent overcrowding, or provide timely medical care when people were injured. But the biggest problems, as usual, were assholes. Mm -hmm. Figuratively... Assholes caused problems by breaking (laughs) shit, most notably at Joshua Tree National Park, where a bunch of jerks sprayed graffiti, drove their trucks all over the park, and even cut down the fucking trees. You know, the trees that are the whole point of the park. Oh my god. And similar things happened at all the other parks, including throwing trash everywhere, irresponsibly feeding the wildlife, and a few genuine turf wars, where different families tried to claim the same camping spot. Literally, assholes caused problems by filling up all the toilets, and there was no staff to empty them. Pretty much all of our national parks ended up covered in human excrement. Now, this is especially meaningful to me because I just got back from Colorado and I had a chance to visit Rocky Mountain National Park, which is just breathtaking. If you've never been, I highly recommend checking it out. The Rocky Mountains are like nothing else in the country, and it's hard to believe you're still in America. And honestly, Rocky Mountain is probably one of the less interesting national parks I've been to. The Undisputed King is Yellowstone, which is literally on top of a super volcano and feels like an alien landscape. It's got crazy geysers, hot springs, sulfur deposits, and bubbling mud pits, not to mention bison, pronghorn, moose, wolves, and bears. The last time I was there, we even saw a group of baby badgers! Now, not quite as impressive, but still pretty impressive are Yosemite, the Badlands, the Great Smoky Mountains, Grand Teton, Shenandoah, Acadia, and probably all the other ones that I haven't been to. They're not Mammoth Caves. That one is fucked up and bullshit. So, by all means, If they leave the parks open during the shutdown, go take advantage of free and unrestricted admission, but don't be an asshole. Preserving these parks is probably the most unallied good the U.S. government has ever done. Go appreciate it, but don't fuck it up. Hear, hear. Hell yeah. Uh,
2: Have you not been to the Grand Canyon? I have not been to the Grand Canyon. Okay, we need to do that sometime.
1: That's definitely on my my list for next time I'm in Vegas. Also, uh,
2: Teddy Roosevelt, most underrated president.
1: Yeah, you know... I, I saw the Grand
0: Canyon when I was a teenager, and it did not strike me as anything interesting, but perhaps that's because I was in my, you know, mopey teenager phase. All right,
2: phase. is coming, then. I feel like post-Burning Man Inyash would get a lot more out of it.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Okay, cool. You
1: got to ride the burrows down.
0: I love that you said figuratively, assholes, and I was like, I know exactly what's coming after this
1: one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show uh, hmm. for this fortnight. Uh, Please follow us wherever you follow podcasts. Please leave us reviews wherever you can leave reviews, which I think is just Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe on Substack. You'll get access to early episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. And you'll get access to our subscriber-only Discord channel. Where you can come tell us all about which national parks are the best ones. Uh, Come back in two weeks. Same rat time, same rat channel. Bye. Bye.